Hey, do you want to be like me and make podcasts that everyone loves? Yeah, you do. But chances are, you don't want to spend a bunch of money doing it. No worries. A solution exists. Spotify's got a platform that lets you make podcasts super easy, then distribute those podcasts everywhere, and you can even earn money doing it. All in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Also, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. I'm speaking from experience when I say that all those additional features like video podcasts, Q&As, polls, those are things you won't find for cheap elsewhere. But with Spotify for Podcasters, it's all totally free no catch. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. Thanks. We love you. Everybody, welcome to Pretty Scary. Pretty, Pretty scary, scary, boo! We did it. That was very joint. That was yeah. very unison. That's nice. So what are we talking about today? Forrest Fenn's gold. This is almost less depressing than most stuff we talk about. Only four people die. That is a relatively low body count, all things yeah. considered. I was thinking that while I read the notes. It is one of our less scary episodes. But if you remember our three-way conversation, Caitlin was adamant about doing something spooky. Right. Uh, it, this is more whimsical. I mean, people do die. Right. I think it's spooky. Their ghosts they, are probably people, out there. Yeah. 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 Plus, yeah. something's hidden. Gerald Ford's ghost is out there. Gerald Ford's Steven Spielberg's ghost. ghost. Steven Spielberg's ghost. Yeah. Stephen King's ghost is out there. He sold it to there. the devil to make all those movies. Right. Yeah. Ralph Macchio. <laughs> his ghost is out there. Didn't he just make a comeback in Cobra Kai? Uh, in this, Carrie uh, and her IMDb facts tonight on <laughs> fire, on fire. Yeah. I've never heard you with so many indiscretions. Hot tubs weren't. Did that yeah. Cobra Kai movie actually happen? I think so. I think yeah. it, uh, the preview did, and then it was like bye bye. Wow. So let's talk about Forest Fen's treasure. Forest Fen's treasure. We're gonna go looking for this shit after this episode because no one's found it yet. And okay. I, I think it's real. So you think it's real? Well, there's photos of it. Like there He's are still alive right? eyewitnesses who've claimed to have seen it. And I mean, I don't know why it would, wouldn't be real. He would lie, especially because he is still alive, right? Right. So as we get into I believe, it, I mean, there's been a couple of tragedies. If it was a joke, he seems like a nice enough guy. Where he would call it. I don't know. Maybe he just feels like he's double down. I don't know. I think he seems like an okay guy. You get on the third body, you're definitely never going to ever tell anyone you were just kidding. He was a pilot in the U.S. Air Force, awarded the Silver Star, which is the military's third highest personal decoration for valor in combat, for his service in the Vietnam War. And I mean, everyone who came home from the Vietnam War is pretty well adjusted. 
Yeah, they do well. So I don't, right there, I well, don't think this have, guy would lie. Most of them have um, treasure to bury. Absolutely. Because we treated them that's well. What born, that's what Born in the USA so is about. So what does valor and combat mean? Is that it's like... like bravery. So oh. he was probably under active fire and did something cool when he could have died. Yeah. Okay. Like uh, when Forrest Gump drags everybody out of the forest. I was thinking yeah. it was like something that, like being graceful. No. Like he fought gracefully. <laughs> like a ballerina dodging the bullets. He moves like no other soldier. <laughs> he flies through the air with the greatest of ease. Cutting through the air like Mikhail Baryshnikov, except for America. <laughs> So after retiring from the Air Force, he moved to New Mexico. Questionable decision for sure. Agreed. Where he and his wife Peggy operated Fen Galleries in Santa Fe. Sure. I've never been to Santa Fe, but I've Santa been to Fe Albuquerque. And is, oof. I love Santa Fe. Isn't the actually. entire state like really poor? I don't. Well, I mean, there's poverty there. It's there are just, no West Virginia. But... It's it's a tense place. Yeah. The police in New Mexico are. Insane. But it's really Santa, dry, but too, Fe's I think. really, really nice. Yeah, I've heard good things about it's Santa beautiful, Fe. beautiful, but yeah. Uh, so the gallery, which specialized in antiques and high-end art, attracted celebrity customers and politicians, including Steven Spielberg and Gerald Ford, both, as we mentioned, now buried in the New Mexico desert somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. down If you there. find Spielberg... Whoa. The, the money you'll get for load. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those come with royalties. Oh, and I forgot to mention that a, a, a lot of this comes from, there's a few different articles, but there's a really good one called In the Epic Search for Forest Fens Gold from Amtrak's The National Publication of all places. He, uh, he also accumulated an impressive personal collection of historical artifacts such as Sitting Bull's original peace pipe. That's incredible. Even more incredible, a mummified falcon from King Tut's tomb. <laughs> that was the right button. A mummified falcon is he's the, a lot. He's the mummified falconer. Mm. He even purchased his own Indian ruin, San Lazaro Pueblo, and has been criticized for excavating the site, which had been home to the Tano tribe and abandoned over 300 years ago. Hey! You abandoned it. How is he not he has cursed? time on his hands. Is he cursed a little bit, you think? I, He's fucking what, with a lot, this guy. What if he just can't find his treasure? See, that's my thing. Is maybe he's actually asking for help. It could be. Oh. He initially planned to hide over a million dollars worth of gold nuggets, gemstones, and antiques and end his life next to the treasure. That I don't get. I don't either. Yeah. Hey, look how good I did in my life. All these gemstones next to me. It's All like I can an imagine. upper and a downer, like right yeah. next to each other. You're just equalizing. Yeah. Like, I, and gems. if I'm the one who Ugh, finds that body. body, if I'm the one who finds that dead body, I'm going to police like, man, I found him next to these two empty boxes. I don't know if he's <laughs> was planning weird. to get in them or <laughs> what, but just two completely empty boxes I'm, next to him. I'm just imagining yeah. the skeletons in um, parts of the Caribbean in that treasure part where he's just like, uh, I don't know. Is that a Kira Knightley film? Not acquainted. Oh, wow. Fair. Not a fan. Wow. Fair. You really knew that was a Kira Knightley film, though. Are you yeah. that person that hasn't been to Disneyland? Correct. Weirdo. But a listener who works there sent me two tickets. Oh, that was really nice. So, now, so what are you waiting for? Well, I need to round up people to go with. Well, you have two I mean, tickets, so you're you going to flaunt your riches. Well, in front no, but of I want to I wanna, pay. Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> but I want to go with people okay. who've been before so I can. Careful, those could be the most annoying people of them all. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. I think yeah. Keith likes to go. Yeah, Keith, Keith goes. Would... Vanessa goes. She has a yeah. pass. Travis Clark. 
goes oh. and is a member of Club 33. As he likes to flaunt. Yeah. What a dick. He really flaunts that and shit. He's for us, I'm ben. so jealous about I'm going to sneak into Club 33 and put my balls on it. <laughs> <laughs> so Forrest Fenn, he survived the cancer. So, uh, good, beer, beer, beer. Good, yeah, good thing he didn't kill himself next to his. So when it's terminal, jewels. can you come back from? It sounds like stage four remission. You can you can be in yeah. remission for a long, long, long time. But if it's called terminal, wouldn't that be stage four? Like, can you go into remission after that? Yeah, cancer's weird. Pretty you can. Dire. Cancer's weird. That's the name of the episode. Cancer's weird, man. Fucking crazy. Wonky. I could describe cancer in one word. It's wonky. fucking wacky. It's super wacky. <laughs> it's so crazy. I, uh, I, I'm sorry to cancer. have to be the am one I right? to tell you this, but you have wacky cancer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what stage is that? I can't really tell you because it could go into remission any second. Who knows? You've got a very moody form of yeah. cancer. <laughs> Does it matter what stage? Yeah. It's in the you stage. It's happening to you. <laughs> yeah. So gather ye gemstones while ye may. <laughs> So he waited until he sold his gallery after he survived the cancer, waited until 2010 to hide the treasure somewhere in the Rocky Mountains in the roughly 1,000 miles between Santa Fe and the Canadian border. That's a long way. That's such a long way. Yeah, but if you think about it, he only had to do that once. Right. It's just he gave a giant parameter. I love that, I love that you just said that in one of the next <laughs> notes is he made two trips. Yeah. But he did only... You know what I'm saying, though? Like, yeah. It's I would say it would be heavy, and he was like 80 when he yeah. did it. Yeah, he like, took one trip to put the, back, the boxes out there yeah, and another another trip to put the jewelry in it. And the jewelry. The, yeah, just the, it's, it's just like jewelry. It's like a bunch of jewelry from Dynasty. Yeah. Yeah. It's all costume jewelry. A crown. His motivations for hiding the treasure at that time were to encourage families to enjoy the outdoors as well as give people hope during the Great Recession. Um, does he not know what greed does to people? <laughs> That's why people... So the Mega Millions was just $1.6 billion record. Yeah. A uh, record lotto. And one of my coworkers was like, should we all go in in a pool? I was like, fuck you. <laughs> like, we would oh, be yeah. in court so fast. No. Yeah, no. Yeah, you don't do that. No contact contract that we sign is going to uphold. It just... It would be Did a you mess. buy a ticket, though? I did. I did, too. I want $2. Oh, wow. Listen but- to old Forrest Fenn <laughs> over here. Where'd you bury that? Easy money bags. Jeez. I rolled it over into a Powerball. <laughs> and she over. lost her shirt. And rolled it over because Powerball. Oh, my God. You're getting You're- it. That was pretty fantastic. fantastic. Watch out, pun day. <laughs> um, I got something to say. I think Forrest Fenn is an annoying person. See, I don't get that. This is where you and I are very different. People. Very different. This is always you look I, at our friends. Oh, yeah, on the totally. gram, different. Wow, very different people. <laughs> and see, I'm I'm kind of on the fence. I feel like this guy is the most annoying human being. Why wouldn't you just donate it and make it? See, that's my thing. Why wouldn't you just like? He's got to make it all about. I think he's mischievous. Him. There's something about being old, though. I think you're kind of like middle fingers to everybody. I'll give I you love that. a cantankerous yeah. old person. Yeah, that's true. You do love old people. <laughs> I love old people. <laughs> Probably why I like him. Yeah. So according to Fenn, the treasure chest is a 10 by 10 inch bronze 12th century Roman box what and a- weighs 40 pounds fully loaded. What a dick. I bet even that box is worth some cash. You know what I was thinking though? 40 pounds isn't that... It's not that heavy. Yeah, it's not that heavy. So 
Is it the heavier the jewels, the more they're worth? Well, it's not just the stuff that's in it. uh, I'm pretty sure size matters in this situation, yes. But there's a lot of gold coins, which are going to be worth a lot. Pre-Columbian, Incan, and Mayan animal figures. A 17th century Spanish gold and emerald ring. Rubies, diamonds, and sapphires, and two hand-carved Chinese jade masks. So he says. Let's go to the picture. That's what uh, the Forest Fen's treasure allegedly looks like. He's got friends who have vouched for the fact that this exists. One guy said, we have it in the notes later, but one guy said he, he saw this box of treasure at Forest Fen's place, then didn't see it there. So who knows? I mean, that all that stuff does look like something. Like, if I found it, I'd be psyched. I'd take it to a pawn shop. I just feel... You should get it appraised first. Oh, come on. Why are you so cynical? I feel like they're always going to try to one-up you. Okay. If you if you don't want to trust people, <laughs> I guess that's fine. She definitely has trust issues. Yeah. <laughs> that, that we know. Uh, yeah, his longtime friend, best-selling author Doug Preston, confirmed that he has seen the chest in Fenn's house. And while there's no proof that Fenn has hit it, the chest is no longer in the house. A New Mexico archaeologist also confirmed to NPR that he has seen the treasure and believes Fenn is telling the truth. Interesting. I mean, I just think it's annoying. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, but it's, it's still interesting. It's still interesting to know that this shit might be out there. Even if it's annoying, it's still pretty fascinating. No, I agree. I mean, four people are dead. Yeah. Well, they also have like fantastic they have a, a thing for him. Yeah, they have like festivals yeah. and shit. A, fe- a fen fest? Fen fest. I think they call it a festival. They should come to our pun show. They should. So. Exactly. Uh, in October 2010, Fen released his self-published autobiography, The Thrill of the Chase. In it, he included a map and a poem with nine clues leading to the treasure. Are you going to read the poem? You have to read the poem. We have to read the poem. It's long. As I have gone alone in there and with my treasures bold, I can keep my secret where a hint of riches new and old. Begin it where warm waters halt and take it in the canyon down. Not far, but too far to walk. Put in below the home of Brown. What? Adam Todd. For there it's no place for the meek. The end is ever drawing nigh. There'll be no paddle up your creek. Just heavy loads and water high. Easy, Fen. If you've been wise and found the blaze, look quickly down your quest to cease. But tarry scant with Marvel gaze. He's the worst. Just take the chest and go in peace. So why is it that I must go and leave my trove for all to seek? The answers I already know. I've done it tired and now I'm weak. So hear me all and listen good. Your effort will be worth the cold. If you are brave and in the wood, I give you title to the gold. So you have to have a boner when you find it. I think that's what in the wood means. Well, he definitely has a boner Yeah, for himself. This is... The worst Ren Fair poem in the history of the world. If you're going to say there's nine clues, couldn't you at least make the poem nine lines long? Yeah. Well, that becomes a point of contention. And by the way, I really liked how you read that. Thank you. Yeah, that I was, was a really good reading. Thank you very and much. I feel like you captured how annoying. This have you ever thought is. about doing voiceovers or? Yeah, I, I have not. But maybe Something I should. With Halloween, maybe. So, although the book was only sold in a local bookstore and had Shocking. an initial print run of about a thousand copies, 
Word quickly spread and eventually mainstream media began to take notice. Ben estimates that tens of thousands of people have searched for the treasure over the past eight years. And although some people have claimed to find it, no one has been able to provide any evidence supporting their claims. Who's the person that's lying about probably the same girl who's lying about being pregnant? Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm sure there are people who are like, yep, I found you're never going to find it. And they're just hoping people will believe them and not keep looking. I just think it's more people that want to be interesting. I feel like this is a vicious cycle. People latch on to weird things. Like, I'd never heard of this guy or his treasure. And maybe that's why certain people latch on to it, because not a lot of people is knew. Is that why so they the, uh, you've got your REI app open and you're buying a bunch of hiking gear? Oh, I literally looked down. I'm like, am I? <laughs> Theater you got the me here. again, Caitlin. I know. I know. I am too good. You're too much. I'm too much. Oh, my God. So... Yeah, he estimates that tens of thousands of people have searched for the treasure over the past eight years. Some people claim to find it. He also confirmed that searchers have been within 200 feet of the treasure. I just changed my mind about everything. I want to do a reality show of Carrie and I trying to find the treasure. (laughs) I think the three of us, and it will be interesting to see how fast you give up. If one of us eats the other. (laughs) Well, I think one of us would have to eat the other, like, Right away, just because I'm not going to want competition. Well, that and I'm not going to want to put food in my bag unless we, oh, in case we yeah. need to split up the treasure. Right, 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 right. I'm not the smart one. You will want me around longer. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. So, but Caitlin has a kid. Okay. <laughs> so, so I'm more killable. Kinda. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you're bringing up a touchy subject, Adam. Actually, you kind of are. <laughs> I'm just going to eat the kid. <laughs> How about that? Split the difference. He's like an appetizer. Problem kind. solved all around. The twist is I gave birth to Carrie's arch nemesis. <laughs> I am interested to know. I mean, like, how did he know they were within 200 feet? That's Someone would have had to he, he's a dramatic bitch. told him like where they dug or something. Or does he have like a like camera? A, like on a it? laser? Could be. Like a laser yeah. camera. Yeah. It could be like a motion camera. Or is it a, is it in his like backyard or something? That would be funny. So it's like so many people were If the whole time it. he was like reaching my pocket. Right? Yeah. Lower. Disgusting. What if he was like uh God Papillon? What? Oh. Well, I don't know what this is. You know and you don't know? Right. Right? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> It was like a prisoner on an island, and he would like shove watches up his ass. How do I know this? And you don't, Adam. <laughs> you just, but the way you just said right is you, you were making sure that you were thinking of something that was real. <laughs> I, I don't know that it's real. <laughs> oh, no, that like Papillon is real. It took me a minute to remember his name. But I like the way you were like, right? Like, well, I didn't know I'm if we thinking were thinking of the same store, the same Papillon <laughs> that shoved jewelry up his ass. So <laughs> maybe you're thinking of a different Papillon. Maybe that's good. where the treasure is. You know, they're it's remaking up Papillon's that ass. Yeah. So Dal Neitzel, if that is his real name, a Washington State TV station manager, has been searching for the treasure since 2013. This is the Bill Paxton character. He also runs oh, one of sure. the most popular blogs about the treasure. The most popular blogs about the treasure. One of the most. One of the most? Of all the really highly popular Forrest Fenn's treasure blogs, mm-hmm. this guy runs one of the most popular. Do people okay. read blogs anymore? 
Uh, I feel like people just use the word blog wrong. Because like he's got blog, a website. Yeah, he's got a website. Blog to me indicates like personal writing about like your fucking day or whatever. Exactly. Whereas a blog, like a website is different. Yeah. So he's got a website. He's got like a lifestyle brand. Yeah. Yeah. And he believes no one has been able to find the treasure so far because the poem is so vague. Oh, you think? I mean, <laughs> vague is one way of putting it. Yeah, yeah. That would definitely have not made it through workshop in creative writing. I'll <laughs> say that. This is a quote from Dan in that national article. We have no certain knowledge what the nine clues in the poem are, which line or word is a clue and which is not. We don't even know for certain what the lines mean. They are interpreted by each individual differently. And we won't know who is correct until someone finds the chest. The treasure hunt has taken on a life of its own. Hundreds of the most devoted hunters gather in Santa Fe each June for a gathering called Fenbury, where presumably someone will find that treasure someday and mm -hmm. be murdered. You, you, there should be a Carebury. If it was a festival celebrating you, that would us? be freaking awesome. There'd I mean, be... could you say that about anybody? No. And just put all you their specifically, hobbies into it? Here's why I think you yours would be the best. It would be the easiest to get sponsorships because of your huge fandom of chain restaurants. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Fair. Mm -hmm. uh, also, you wouldn't make anybody do dumb games ever. Actually, no. I feel like you would just want people to like have a good time. Light as a feather, stiff as a board. That is an eat? awesome game. Okay, That's good. Not the same thing. Okay, good. Anyway. That is a fun game. Uh, this... I'm gonna sell tickets Why don't to we Carberry do it more often. It'll be like Fry Fest. We should. And then add an Angie and Winter. Yeah, Winter's already dealing with some ghosts tonight, though. Uh, this part is pretty fucking weird. Uh, this search has led to some creepy consequences. A 47-year-old man was arrested after he became convinced that the treasure was Fenn's granddaughter. Yeah, that's creepy. What if it was? There's always one that's in the bunch, That's the problem though. with wrapping up a bunch of clues in a poem. You could interpret it any way right. you want, yeah. and you'll never be wrong. The crazy thing is, so he was diagnosed with terminal-ish cancer in 1988. Wacky and he did cancer. this, and, wacky cancer, and he... <laughs> Buried this treasure in 2010. That's 22 years later. That's it. Do you guys think that's crazy? No, I do think it's weird. I, I, but like again, the whole story is weird. Th there's this guy just annoys me. Even his survival story bothers me. <laughs> uh, he had to file a restraining order against another obsessed treasure hunter who showed up at his home. You know what? Actually, now, I, now here's another thing that I don't like. You're burying treasure like you're gonna attract I psychopaths. That like, I agree it's, with. Like, yeah. what did you think was gonna happen? Are you so whimsical and naive that you think that you're gonna? Oh, I'm going to bury treasure and I'm gonna add a little joy to the world. No, you idiot. People are gonna become obsessed with your life. But others have expressed gratefulness to Fen for bringing their families together, giving their lives purpose, and introducing them to some of the most beautiful scenery they'd ever seen. He just wants you to get outside. That's all. That's a lie from the Maybe he was there hired to do marketing walk. for national parks. That could be. Genius. There. Now you've hit pay dirt. Yeah. At least four people yes. have died while searching for Fenn's Let's treasure. Let's get into it. Randy Bill Yu, a 54-year-old retired mechanic, moved from Florida to Colorado to hunt for the treasure full-time. On January 5th, 2016, he set out for the Rocky Mountains in northern New Mexico his wife reported him missing a few days later, and his body was found about six 
months later along the Rio Grande River. These are people that did not do any research. Oregon Trail, the gold but it rush, doesn't nobody really survived. say like what happened. Was it he was just eaten by the wilderness? Like he's dead now. Or was there another person looking for treasure that killed him? Even scarier. Right. That's what I'm saying. I would want to know more facts. I agree. In June 2017, murder would be better. Jeff Murphy, <laughs> 53 yeah. years old. He fell about 500 feet to his death inside Yellowstone National Park. Yellowstone officials initially did not release the details of the investigation into his death, but KULR-TV, a television television station based out of Billings, Montana, filed a Freedom of Information Act request for the report, which revealed that Murphy had been searching for Fenn's treasure. How do people get so close to a ledge? I know it happens more often than we think. I know, it's weird. That you would fall down. I think it gives way more yeah. than, than uh, like, what? <laughs> Yeah, You know, also, let's talk about this news crew that had nothing better to do than file a Freedom of Information Act to prove that this guy died treasure hunting. Yeah, but they don't they weren't necessarily looking to prove he died treasure hunting. If the police were just saying, I think it's so much funnier if you think of it that way, though. Oh, yeah, that would be funnier. And that all of that effort only ends in us talking about it on our podcast. Yeah, but I could also see them being like, why aren't the police telling us? The circumstances of this right guy's somebody fell death. to their death 500 feet. and then they just find out that it's because you never i don't know. find that it very provocative like if somebody falls they fall like that's to me yeah. you don't find falling plunging 500 feet to your death if you're alone and you're hiking through the wilderness like those are the, i'm so neurotic but that could that, have been that, what they were looking to find out too was he alone like the police yeah if the police weren't him. list weren't like, giving any I information just like the idea that they were all sitting around, and the guy, one of them was like, I bet he was looking for that treasure, and somebody was like, Dave, don't say that. No, no, like, I just, I think he's just, I think he was looking for the treasure, I think that's how he died. Dave, you can't even, just say something like that. Even then, like, a Freedom of Information Act request, it doesn't cost you anything. Yeah, I don't run it up a flag, like, that's what journalists do. They, they find out what's going on in a story. I just think it's interesting that one guy falls off a ledge, and they're like, we must know. I'm on I would want to know. Yeah, I'd want I'd to wanna know. Too. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Like the, he could have been pushed. You never know. Hmm. Could have been a could have been a jackal. They have jackals in the United States, right? So many jackals. Too many. Too many. Way too many. Yeah. Paris Wallace. Problem. A fifty-two. <laughs> Definite problem. Fifty-two-year-old pastor from Grand Junction, Colorado. He told family members he was searching for a buried treasure. When he failed to show up for a planned family meeting on Wednesday, June fourteenth, two thousand seventeen. That's just a year ago. They reported him missing. His car was found near the Taos Junction Bridge in New Mexico, and his body was found five to seven Again, miles away. Again, what, what was done to it? You know, was it the elements? Did he starve? Was he dehydrated? Did he get murdered? I did he get eaten bet by a lot animals? of these people die from the elements, just from like not they're not being prepared. And they're older, a lot of them. hikers. As a person who's read a lot about the Oregon Trail and people trying to make it in these areas... Most of it is dehydration. People are yeah. so like uh, they take for granted like that they're okay and they're not, mm-hmm. and then they just fall off a cliff or something. Uh, Eric Ashby had moved to Colorado in 2016 to look for the treasure. His body was found in the Arkansas River on July 28th, 2017. His raft had overturned and he had drowned. Ashby was 31 years old. 
Can you imagine? Maybe someone's murdering people who are looking for this right. treasure because they all died within very close proximity to each other. Agreed. Can Agreed. you imagine believing in something so much that you move to like Wyoming? To- you mean like comedy? Yeah, that's what I was getting at. 11, <laughs> yeah. to, 11 to 11. <laughs> 11 to 11. Well, that's what the gold rush was all about, right? Yeah. A lot of people fleeing debt, which is, I'm assuming, what this is. But what if, what if the treasure is that you are released from your mortal coil and all the stresses of everyday life by someone who murders you when you find the treasure? Maybe that, maybe these what, four found oh yeah. the treasure. Maybe fence killing people. And escape oh. is the treasure. Because man, fence killing people. I told yeah. you guys he was a dick. It's the meanest game. Uh, it's the most, most dangerous, dangerous game. But also mean. But so mean. It is a mean game. <laughs> you can't sit here. Whoa. So over the years, Fenn has gradually released more clues. After Ashby's death, Fenn wrote that the treasure is not underwater, nor is it near the Rio Grande River. It is not necessary to move large rocks or climb up or down a steep precipice. Please remember that I was 80 when I made the two trips from my vehicle to where I hid the treasure. He's also since revealed that the treasure is not in a mine or other man-made structure, that it is between 5,000 feet and 10,200 feet above sea level, and that it is not at the top of any mountain, although it may be close to one. So there's that. He also stated that the treasure is not in Canada, Utah, or Idaho, leaving Montana, New Mexico, Colorado, and Wyoming as the possible states where the treasure is located. He also reportedly admitted that the most important clue is the line in the poem, Finding Where Warm Waters Halt, and that this line does not refer to a dam. Hmm. You know what I was thinking? It's like probably the end of Hot Springs. You yeah. should go find the treasure. Okay. So that's the reality show I want. I'm it's surprised nobody's been able to like crack this case. Like, didn't a couple on a lazy Sunday afternoon figure out what the Zodiac wrote in that cryptic letter? Yeah, it was something like that. Right? It's just like... Uh, well, just to think of the investment that you'd have to put into even trying to find it is probably the threshold. Like, you have to somehow become a person that could, like, go survive in the wilderness for several days. And most yeah. people can't. Yeah, and the, the states are so spread out, too. Like, it's Colorado, New Mexico. And you, mm. A thousand miles. Well, you gotta, yeah. you gotta expand. Make sure you have enough PTO stored up. Yeah. Gotta have a lot, of time, time. lot of time off yeah. work. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Fenn also told Business Insider, read the clues in my poem over and over and study maps of the Rocky Mountains. Try to marry the two. The treasure is out there waiting for the person who can make all the lines cross in the right spot. Someone's going to find it by accident. Probably. No, that's definitely going to happen. I mean, either way, it would be cool if someone fucking finds it. Right. Agreed. Pretty goddamn neat. He's going to die soon and it might not ever be found. It'll just be a mystery. Yeah. That's crazy. Although Fenn has been accused of making up the treasure to sell more books, he allows a local bookstore to keep all the proceeds. So the bookstore, in turn, donates part of the proceeds to charity. So he doesn't actually make any money off the books. Valor. New Mexico State Police (laughs) have asked Fenn to call off the treasure hunt. Police Chief Pete Cassettis said, when you have $2 million or so, as it's rumored to be at stake, people make poor decisions. Yep. But that's also coming from the New Mexico police who make a whole lot of poor decisions themselves. Mm -hmm. They probably buried a fucking black motorist near this treasure and want people to stop looking in the area. They're fucking maniacs. Uh, Fenn has donated to search operations for those who have died hunting for the treasure. 
but has resisted calling off the hunt, saying in a statement, I'm not sure what that would accomplish. An average of nine people lose their lives each year at the Grand Canyon, but there is no call to close it. I've said that my treasure is not hidden in a dangerous place, so why are people searching in dangerous places? That's a great question. I would agree. I think he redeemed himself with that end quote. I still think he's a dick. I don't know that he's a dick. Just seems like annoying. he's like he could just keep the treasure and be like I want to be buried with it. Like he could, you know, fucking sell it and use the money to run fucking pro-Trump campaign ads in New Mexico. There are so many True. worse things people could do with their fortune than putting a little bit of it out there and saying, "Hey, if you find it, you can keep it." Like Right. That doesn't feel like a dick move to me. It's really elaborate. I just and- feel like it's very cloying. There was a guy who I think I think like uh, said he was Chris Kringle and he would send anonymously toys and money gifts to like different townspeople, and it took That's years cute. before they found out who it. Yeah, who he was. Is that kind of the same? Are you talking about Santa Claus? No, not like the Santa oh, okay. Claus. I mean, I was just putting it out there. It's not. You need to Google it because I swear it's a, he's a person. Well, it's Chris a thing. Kringle's Santa Claus. Well, no, I've heard of this guy. Right. Yeah. Is he scary? No, he seems very nice, but he would yeah. gift toys and donations. I think to needy families. Was it just in his town, or would people write to him? I think people wrote to him, and then he would gift. Yeah. Yeah. Very sweet. I mean, he didn't I guess like person he didn't like make people anything. traverse the Rocky Mountains to find the gifts. Now that would be a dick move. Yeah, you know what? That's fair. That would be that's awful. Fair. Yeah, if he bought people gifts and was like, but they're did, in an Amazon locker. Did, Have fun. <laughs> did Chris? But that's sometimes inside. See, it's the See? opposite of what Fen wanted for people to be outside. They're in, they're in some sketchy neighborhoods, though. Like Wyoming. The, well, I mean the the Amazon lockers. Oh yeah, sometimes. I know. You have to go to a Seven Eleven for them most of the time, which. I can neither confirm nor deny that we have Amazon lockers at our locations. You do. In Santa Monica, anyway. Okay. At the crazy Sev. Touche. <laughs> Adam, when you're right, you're right. How crazy would it be if there is just a bunch of Amazon lockers out in the Rocky Mountains? And he's like, how do you keep missing this? <laughs> it's right there. Fucking log into Amazon on your phone, open the locker, get out of there. People yeah. forgot that it's there. There's like a iPod in there still. Yeah, that would be great. You could just keep passing by it. Yep. So I'm going to find Forrest Fenn's treasure this year. That'd be great. Oh, oh 2019 then? 18, no. Oh. Like, yeah, like within the next six, and a half. five, Before six weeks. Before the end of the quarter. Yeah, yeah. All right. I want to close okay. out this fiscal year strong. Okay. That's one way to do it. And mm-hmm. I think one way to do it would be with a 40-pound box of treasure. Yeah. That's short for treasure. What? Okay. Saves me a lot of time when I talk about treasure. Er? Er, if I call it treasure. Like, when you say that... We're going to have a sesh. Is it like uh, National Treasure, like the movie National... Tre- that kind of treasure? I call that Nat Treasure. Oh, I call it Natty Treasure. See, that's too many letters for me. I added the I, yeah. I, can yeah. T- I am making it hard on myself. I like, to, I like to really bring it down to the bare number of sills. If you find short it... short for syllables. Whoa. You're you save me a ton of time when I talk. to get Winter Nancy Christmas presents this year. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you'll be able to that's what I would do. With, that's what I would do with the treasure is buy stuff for other people. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Totally. Yeah. I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't just keep walking through the Rockies and into Canada and into Iceland and Greenland. Never see and you again. Oh, my Australia. God. No, that'd be way too much to carry. I'd come back. You'd have to. I mean, at some point. You'd have to fence it somewhere. 
Like you're not going to be right. able to, like I can't just buy a fresh pair of Nikes with a fucking ancient ink and gold coin. I mean, maybe I can. I bet there's like a whole bunch of hassle ahead of that person, whoever finds yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. But we know you're going into the nearest pawn shop. Yeah, finding this would be like winning a hot tub on Wheel of Fortune, mm-hmm. where you're like, I live My in dream. an apartment. What am I going to do with that fucking yeah, hot tub? Or you win a car, and it's like you got to pay taxes on the car that you yeah. win. Yeah. I'm going to find this treasure anyway. Good. <laughs> so that's our episode. Happy hunting, everybody. Happy hunting. Get out into the Rocky Mountains and look for f- don't he was don't eight, believe he was him on 80 the da- he was 80 don't believe him on the dangerous stuff no he was 80 you see a fucking you see a fucking coyote out there don't overthink it you wrestle that coyote to death tear it open see if that treasure's in there yeah why not that's good advice or a, a jackal a jaguar what do you call a jaguar we, cheetahs yeah. i'm sure we do have a jackal problem pumas mm, do we really uh, yeah, earlier in the podcast, we said we did, so we do. Can everyone tell how late at night we record this podcast? <laughs> you know, the thing about this show is that it's good gavel to gavel. Gavel to gavel. And on that gav note. Gav. On that note. <laughs> gav to gav. Aphrodite Jones hosting <laughs> Puns Days at the Hooters in Burbank. Were you there, Adam? 11 to 11. I was there. Gavel to gavel. <laughs> She's hosting gavel to gavel all 12 hours. The best <laughs> The best part of bringing up Aphrodite uh, Robert, Jones. this really isn't in my wheelhouse. I don't know why you're asking me this, Robert. Is, is how scared Carrie gets reliving that experience. <laughs> She's drinking water right now. She just Have like, I sent you the episode? No, I have to listen to it. Oh, yeah. I got to say, people really want me to. I'm, ne- I'm never releasing that. You can't. No. Because she will sue the hell out of you. I'll send it to you. Yeah, okay, listen thanks. to it first and then decide. <laughs> we can't put it out. <laughs> I love you were on it's the fence. It's a twenty-eight minute argument. <laughs> That's all it is. Was it like that time that Rosie O'Donnell brought on what's his name, and they just started to yell about guns? Do you remember Probably. that? Probably. Oh, Tom Selleck. Her and Tom Selleck got in a big fight. Oh, I remember show. that. Yeah, it was got. There was about three minutes of general banter, and then oh, just uh, when I said hello, <laughs> yeah, at the top, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I then would... at the end, when I wrapped it up with, so is there anything you need to plug? <laughs> Can we just create sound bites of Carrie's reactions throughout? It would just be sound bites of stunned silence, mostly. <laughs> I doubt it. I bet there are some good ones in there. Well, there is the point in the episode where I just gave up and made Carrie finish. <laughs> so and I just sort of sat there. So Aphrodite. Glaring at Aphrodite. <laughs> yeah. She's got her sorority smile on right now. Oh, okay. So man. this doesn't seem like it's going well. This was unfortunate. Um, <laughs> God. Okay. Uh, well, thank you. So if so you want to hear the, the, the Aphrodite episode, in. it's in the Rocky Mountains, <laughs> somewhere near Forest Fens Treasure. Or you can hear Carrie's version of the story. Carrie's going to write a rap with Hooters. nine clues. <laughs> I've got nine clues and a and an Aphrodite ain't one. <laughs> I'm tired. Can we go home? We can. I mean, I'm home, so yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> you two actually do need to leave. Hi. Uh, what do we have to plug before we get out of here? Patreon.com slash on pops. One true, true crime. crime. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That was good. That was pretty sweet. Not planned. That seems like a good way to end. We're getting yeah. very harmonious. Yes, we are. Very much so. Let's let's get out of here. We'll see everyone. Every Wednesday at the Hooters in Burbank from 11 <laughs> to 11. For our 12-hour open mic. For our 12-hour pun-based open mic yeah. on puns days. Do you usually work on a Wednesday call-in? Yeah. You're not going to want to miss it.
Yeah, you're not. <laughs> I just turned into even if you, Brady. Even wow. if you work at that oh, Hooters, call in. Oh, yeah. Call in and just come to the show. <laughs> so there'll be no wait staff. That's fine. It's going to be all puns. Wait, what if we have... Just be the general manager that won't be running a, around frantically that won't be with a the busboys. Pun blum. Mm. Oh, God. I just... I don't know why it gets funnier and funnier the <laughs> Like nothing in the nothing in Hooters is accommodating this experience. The TVs are still fully on. Yeah, I we feel like we could kind of off, but if somebody walks in, no, the manual, yeah, the manual that I signed off on when I became the manager says I have to leave them on while our doors are open. Uh, can we get the volume down? No, oh, God, okay, I wish. No problem. I wish. No, Carrie- these remotes only changing the channel. No volume control. My Car- apologies. Carrie just randomly becomes a very strong Hooters advocate <laughs> in the middle of our show. At the end. That's how I like to end all my shows from now on. I've decided just pro Hooters. And then Robbie Williams shows up. Hey, that's a callback to last episode. Oh, my God. Oh, Oh man! All right, we should get out of here. I'm we have a we have a comedy show to get ready for. <laughs> Caitlin, say goodbye. Goodbye, Carrie. Goodbye. Say goodbye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> goodbye, everybody. Bye. We love you.